0: And you can find that link in the show notes. Hello, my dear ones. We have got a good episode for you today. And I am quite excited about it because I think that this is just something that's not talked about enough. And If you guys have been with me for a while, you know that I'm all into human design these days, and I'm going deeper with my own human design type, and one part of my, a real big part of my human design is finding the joy in the pain. It's one of the things I'm here to do in my own life, and it's one of the things That I feel called to help you with because all of our pain, even the biggest pain, the biggest pain that we could feel has got a gift inside of it. It's got light inside of it. And I want to help you find that light heal that pain, process the pain, release the things weighing you down so you can you can get the gift, you can see the light. And that's a really beautiful theme of what this episode is about, because our spirit guides, our higher self, our intuition, source, spirit guides, they are here to give us love. This energy is an energy of unconditional love. And as part of that love is also tough love, which is the biggest form of love (laughs) that you can find because it's, it's giving you something you need on a soul level and you probably don't want. And that's what we're going to be unpacking today. Those times when your higher self and your guides and source call you to something you don't want and it feels uncomfortable and it's not nice and you're like dudes why did you you know why did you call me to this painful place and I call it those times when you get taken down the rabbit hole when your higher self your guides lead you down a rabbit hole and I love this Cause I just want to share briefly, what is a rabbit hole, right? Where, where did this expression come from to go down the rabbit hole? Well, it, it actually comes from Lewis Carroll's 1865 classic, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. In the opening chapter, down the rabbit hole, Alice follows the white rabbit into his burrow, which transports her to this strange, surreal, And nonsensical world of wonderland. And that's sometimes how we can feel when we get guided to this place by our spirit guides. You know, it can feel confusing or illogical, but I promise you there's a very good reason. In fact, it's more than good. It's, it's a reason that's in highest service to your highest and greatest good. Why you sometimes will get led by your heart to a challenging situation. So I am excited to unpack this with you today. Let's get to it. In today's episode, I share the powerful reason why our spirit guides take us down a rabbit hole, how to recognize when you're in a rabbit hole and what you should do in those situations to experience the growth an evolution that wants to happen. We'll end on an invitation that will have you working in partnership with your divine support team so you can work through the challenging times together, lean into the ease, tap into the growth, and reap the rewards that are waiting for you when you come out. So please stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, Well, hello there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our closed Facebook group of over 2,100 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today, we're talking about those moments in time when our higher self, Spirit Guides, Divine Support Team takes us down a rabbit hole. And what I mean by that, they take us into a challenging, confusing, or illogical situation. So why does this happen? Why would our spirit guides do that to us? Well, we are here in human form to experience the range of emotions. We are here to feel joy and we are here to feel pain because it is in feeling the pain that we release the blocks that are tethering us down inside so that we can grow Heal, obviously, evolve, experience, learn, and grow to the next level of our potential. If we don't have challenging situations that we're confronted with from time to time, the blocks that are inside us will remain untriggered and they will remain trapped and hidden inside of our energy body, weighing us down taking us out of alignment because our blocks are like bubbles. The inside of the bubble is our pain. It's our trauma pain, our fear, our shame, our anger. And the shell of the bubble are the stories we tell ourselves. It's the belief systems. So the belief systems that I don't deserve joy or money or clients or a loving partner. I Other people get success, but not me. I'm not good enough to have the sort of impact on the world that I feel called towards. These are the thoughts that are packing in, if you will, the pain that's inside the bubble. So if we don't have something triggering us in our outer reality to trigger those thoughts, that triggers that pain We don't even detect that the block is there. All we do is go about our day thinking these thoughts, which are actually illusions, are true. And these limiting thoughts that are part of our energy blocks are the opposite of true. There are wounds. There are non-truths. So when the challenging experience comes in our outer reality, which enables the block to be triggered, which enables that then to come to the surface of your reality. You can imagine that it's like coming to the surface of your skin. So it can be felt and released. Our blocks cannot be released unless they are experienced. Indeed, you have to feel to heal. And you can imagine that the block is just passing through you to be released. And when it passes through, you have to experience the pain. And that is the way you heal. And when you do that, you've released that heavy toxic thing inside of you. So all of a sudden you are vibrating in at a higher vibration which means you have the ability to experience more joy, more creativity, more love, more connection, and more alignment to the truth of who you are and the work you're meant to do in the world. So the rewards you reap for doing the energy work, the healing, for going down the rabbit hole into the challenging situation, into the pain that enables you to release the blocks So when you come out of the rabbit hole, you are one step closer to the full expression of your potential. You get rewarded for doing this work. All the rabbit holes that you go down are dark, right? They're dark. They're scary. They're painful. And when you have the courage to go down and then come back out, you experience the light on the other side in much brighter and more magnificent and magical ways. So how do we recognize when we're in a rabbit hole? And how do we know if, well, maybe it wasn't my divine support team that guided me to this challenging place. A lot of my clients say, well, I don't know if it's really my higher self talking or my head talking. So how do you know when you're in a rabbit hole that your higher self led you to, or if you just, you know, let your your mind take over and that got you into a challenging situation? Well, I would say, first, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your heart led you there or your head. What matters is, is you're there. And if you are there, on some level, you were meant to be there. Every experience we have on our path in some way, shape, or form was meant to be. We have divine will. We can change the course of our path. And if it shows up in our manifest reality, it was meant to be. Otherwise, we would be somewhere else. So I would say you recognize a rabbit hole when you are in a challenging situation, when you are confronted with something challenging. And the here is to ask then your divine support team, your higher self, why am I here? What am I meant to heal? What messages am I meant to receive? How am I meant to grow and learn from this experience? So I'm gonna give you an example from a a rabbit hole that I was recently led down. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. There are so many times in my experience when I have been led down a rabbit hole. And I got down there and it was strange and surreal and nonsensical feeling. And I get down there and I convene my divine support team and say, what gives? I'm an open channel. So I know when I've been divinely led down a rabbit hole, it was real. It was really coming from my higher self. It was really coming from source. And sometimes when you're down in it, your divine guidance team can get a little quiet and just be like, well, you just got to wait and see. Like sometimes when you're in it, they're not going to tell you why you're in it just yet. There's more that you need to experience or understand or more that needs to unfold. Sometimes you can get a why you're there earlier, but sometimes maybe you'll find that your divine guidance team goes a bit quiet. And that is normal. And they will tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. But they won't tell you a moment before that. So I'm going to give you a really powerful example of this. And I've got so many. And to be honest, if you want the best example of how this can look is listening to the story of my dear death experience now that was the biggest rabbit hole my divine guidance team has ever led me down because they led me to die to cross over because i needed it on a soul level for my own healing So that is probably the biggest example I can give of that. And I will leave, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that story yet, I will leave a link in the show notes. And I will give you another example of how this can look from from this year, actually. So I was working with a coach earlier this year, Ron Reich, and Ron does these business retreats in the middle of the Colombian jungle. And okay, you're spending time at nice hotels, but then you, you go, you do a little trekking out in the, into the jungle and you do some whitewater rafting and people say that it's just an incredible experience. And so Ron was like, you need to come. And to be honest, I didn't really want to go. I mean, obviously I'm, I love travel. Columbia has been on my bucket list for a while and I do really like adventure travel, but I just, you know, I just really felt fear around going. I felt like I didn't want to leave my daughter alone. And I thought, what if something happens to me in the jungle? And then basically Freya is growing up without a mom. So I've just had a lot of fear around going and I didn't really want to go. But my higher self kicked in and my divine guidance team and they said, you're going. We're calling you to go. You need to go. It is in your highest and greatest good to go to this retreat. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't feel it. I just, something about it. Like, I I don't feel it. And they were like, you're going, you're going, you're going. And I felt a ton of resistance. So then what did I do? I was getting called to go, but I was feeling resistance around going. So I started working on releasing the resistance. That is always the best next step. When your higher self calls you towards something you're resisting, it's an invitation to start working on releasing the resistance. So I went into, you know, did some exploration. Why, where is this resistance coming from? I felt fear that something could happen to me while I was traveling. I felt fear being away from my my daughter for so long. So I just sat in that fear and then I released it. So then I started to get excited and I booked my airfare and I had everything ready and I had child care. I, I decided to fly home to South Dakota f- because Freya was out of school for the summer and I wanted her to have some extra time with her family in America, who she doesn't get to spend that much time with. So I had my nieces laid on to help with child care and my sister and my mom, and it was going to be a whole village watching Freya on the farm in South Dakota while I was in Colombia for a week. Okay, great. Perfect. That was the best laid plan. Yay, gold star for me. I had everything mapped out. Good job. Okay. So then the day before I was scheduled to get on a plane to Bogota, I got I tested positive for coronavirus because my sister Got it from work. She works with, she works at a, at a department store. So she's around a lot of people. She got tested positive and then I got tested positive. Wahoo. Okay. So then I was like, are you kidding me? I convened my divine support team and I said, what gives? What actually gives? You guided me to go to this trip. And you knew I was going to get, because they know, I mean, your, your divine guidance team knows how the future is going to unfold, okay, for the most part. We have free will. So if we turn right or left, obviously our future is going to turn out differently. But they, for the most part, have the overall picture of what is going to be unfolding in our manifest reality, especially in the near term. And that's when my divine guidance team went kind of quiet. They didn't really tell me what gives. They just said, you know, keep releasing because I was feeling a lot of anger. You know, I was annoyed with them. So they basically guided me to keep releasing any sort of painful or resisting emotions that were coming up for me around the situation. So I started to release. And then I felt a little sick, but not so sick that first day. And I basically let Ron know I can't come. And it was really disappointing. And I was upset. And I just kept releasing all these painful emotions. And then the next day, I felt fine. I was still positive, but I wasn't sick. And so I was like, right, here I am. On my family farm in South Dakota, I have seven days of space. I have childcare laid on. My sister and my nieces had Freya enrolled in arts and crafts programs, and they were like, we got her. Allison, you know, you don't, you don't have to worry about childcare. I didn't have any clients. I didn't have any deadlines for anything. I was there where I grew up with seven days of space. I don't ever recall in my life, (laughs) let alone since being a mother, having seven days of just unscheduled space. And that's when two big things happened. First, I got the call to get certified in human design. And I stumbled upon Karen Curry Parker And her teachings on quantum human design. And it just felt so right. Yes. So I enrolled in quantum human design level one and two. And I started my study, my official study of human design. That was the first thing. Secondly, and bigger than that, was I got called to go to my dad's prayer rock in the middle of the past year. There's an energy vortex there. So I like to go sit on his prayer rock in the middle of the field with the wind and the meadowlark singing and the cows are munching on their grass. And it's a beautiful little place in the prairies. And I sat on that rock and I started to receive the downloads from Source for my soul blueprint and that is the work that i'm feeling so called to do in the world and to share with you and that is basically the process of soul blueprinting which is understanding your five spiritual gifts which is how you connect to and co-create with the spiritual realm And how you can bring your five gifts together and that creates a blueprint for your soul that you can follow to always keep you in energetic alignment on your path. And so I did these meditations out on my dad's prayer rock and then I started mind mapping what was coming through for each of the five spiritual gifts. And like it just sort of happened and this is how downloads work. I don't even I don't even remember doing the mind maps. All I remember is looking at the mind map I wrote and it is detailed and it goes on and on and on and on for the five spiritual gifts and I didn't know how it all got there. How did all this detailed information get here? Because I was receiving a transmission from source about our five spiritual gifts. And I would have never been able to receive that transmission had I not had seven days of space. And had my divine guidance team said, "Allison, we would like you to carve out seven days of space so we can give you a transition, a transmission, I think I would have overthought the you know what out of that. And I would have been like, yeah, sure. I'll give you two hours in the afternoon and the rest I'll be doing this and I'll be doing that and I'll have Freya and I'll be doing that thing and this thing and I'll be on my email and I, uh, you know, I'll get these few things done first. I don't think I would have even known how to carve out seven days of space for myself. Had I not been led into this situation that when I got into it felt very much like a rabbit hole, confusing, illogical, upsetting. But then when I got out of the rabbit hole and I had this methodology birthed and I knew it was going to be the absolute new direction of my business, of my life's work. And I believe I will be teaching people about our five spiritual gifts and soul blueprinting for as long as I feel called to teach others on spirituality. You know, for the rest of my days on this earth. And in my human design, I'm a 6'2 profile. And on that 6 line, I'm a role model. But as a role model, you don't start out role modeling. You go through three phases in life. Your first phase is, you know, your teens, your 20s, your childhood. You're just sort of figuring it out. In fact, you're messing up a lot so you can learn from the mistakes. Then you go into phase two in your 30s and 40s, and that's when you're doing the healing and the processing of all the mistakes, and you're learning all the lessons, and you're kind of in your inner cave. Then when you get to your late 40s and 50s, you finally go into your third and final phase where you become the role model, Well, you finally have figured out what exactly will you be role modeling for others. And I feel like I finally found that. I'm in my late forties. I'm moving into my third phase of my sixth line of my role model profile. And I finally found it. And had my guides not taken me down that rabbit hole of the retreat and the coronavirus, the whole thing, I would have still got there, but it wouldn't have been nearly as magical or powerful. And how did I know I was down that rabbit hole? How did I recognize it? Because it was so, I was so clearly guided to that place by my guides. And I resisted it. I said, No, I don't want to go to the retreat. And they said, You're going. And so when it didn't work out as I expected, I knew I was in a rabbit hole. I was—I knew I had been guided to this challenging situation for a reason. And that reason was going to arrive to me, the reason why. And I had to be patient because sometimes we don't get to know why right away it's happening. Sometimes we have to be in it, experiencing it, feeling, learning, healing. And then when we get to the other side, then... The clarity as to why that all happened and how it was in your highest and greatest good will arrive. So ultimately, you know you're in a rabbit hole when something doesn't go as you expected. And the thing to do when that happens is be, start out by being in the healing. That's Always the first place to start. Cause remember, healing is not a part of our path. Healing is the path. And if you look back to my story, well, that was the first thing I did. I got coronavirus. I checked in with my divine guidance team and I said, what gives? You know, why did you lead me to this place? I didn't get much of an answer initially. So I focused on my healing. I was angry. I was dis, I was very disappointed because at that t- moment, by that time, I was, ve- I was really excited about Columbia. So I was super, super disappointed, angry, confused, frustrated. So I released all that. That was my first, that's what I focused on first. You focus on the healing. That's, h- The number one reason why our guides lead us down rabbit holes is for the healing. So that's always first and foremost. Once you release, inhale, exhale, go to the heart space and ask, what am I being called to next? When you're in the rabbit hole, you want to think about your next best step. Don't think about six months from now or a year from now, you know, when I was in that moment of like, right, I'm supposed to be flying to Bogota, Colombia today, and here I sit. Okay, I did my releasing. I did my healing. Now what? What is my best next step? And allow yourself, this is going to be the challenge, The probably the most challenging part for you, potentially, is trusting And continuing to trust that voice of your heart, your higher self, the voice of your guides. Because at this point, they've just guided you down a rabbit hole. You're going to be like, well, that was a bad idea to trust that guidance. And what I invite in for you is to feel the feels around that. I shouldn't have trusted them. And that makes me feel doubt, anger, resentment. Okay. Honor your feelings. Feel those feels. Release those feels. Release that resistance. Go back to sinking in your body. Go back to your heart space and ask your heart, what is my next best step? And trust my friends. Trust what comes through. Because whenever you just release something, you go into something that I call the leap up. You just crouch down into the pain to go into the healing and then you release the pain, you release the heavy energy block and then you spring up, you leap up. You go to a higher energetic resonance and that means you are more deeply connected to the spiritual realm and you're able to get clearer messages, downloads, hunches, nudges, guidance from your divine support team. This is the most beautiful time to connect in and receive messages. You're in a higher energetic resonance. But you can only get there if you are mindful to the process. Otherwise, we're human, right? We just get mired down into, well, this situation sucks. I could have so easily gone down that path. I could have said, I am pissed that I'm not going on my retreat to Columbia Screw you, spirit guides. Well, I did say that initially. They'll still love you, I promise. And I'm done. Like, I'm not going to listen to this voice anymore. This clearly is a bust. That's truly the worst thing that we can do. Is just say, this can't be trusted. I'm done. This is the true meaning of faith, my friends. This is the true meaning of trust. And as we go through a shift in consciousness, we will be asked to trust in ways. We will be asked to continue to surrender to the trust. And it's surrendering to that voice and trusting it When you're in the light, and especially when you're in the dark, that is going to lead to your biggest leaps of growth, evolution, and transformation. And that is truly the path to greater alignment to your soul's callings and to be able to call in and manifest those higher dreams. And intentions. Because the thing that takes us away from our receiving our highest dreams and intentions are our blocks, are our wounds, are our pain inside. So if you have a block or a wound that's preventing you from experiencing a dream, a wish, a desire, a goal you'd like to bring into your experience, then your divine guidance team will lead you to a situation that enables you to confront that fear, trigger that wound, so you can release it, so you can heal, so you then can receive the soul-aligned success that you deserve and are destined to receive. So, my dear ones, our divine support team is here to give us love, and they're also here to give us tough love. They will lead us to amazing, joyful, awe-inspiring situations, and they will lead us to challenging situations. But the challenging situations that are in service to our highest and greatest good, so we can heal, grow, evolve, and reach that next level of our potential. My invitation for you this week is to reflect back on a situation in your life where you felt that you were divinely led into a situation that felt painful or challenging. And I invite you to reflect on what was the lesson, what was the growth, and what was the healing that you are being called towards. And if it still feels painful, that's beautiful because it just means that there's more healing that's meant to be done. Can you do a little bit more healing on that particular pain to release that pain And then sink into the body, connect to your higher self, and ask your higher self, okay, what's my best next step now? And before you know it, you'll be aligning to your higher dreams and intentions in higher and more miraculous ways so you can start to bring those dreams into your experience. All right, my dear ones. That is all I have for you today. If you're loving on this episode, I do invite you to give Soul Guide Radio a rating and review. It is how more people find us. I would actually love to read a beautiful listener review I received from G.L. Grombacher from the United States. And G.L. says, It's easy to get caught up on the monotony of daily life. Allison brings in great and inspiring guests. That's true to help you get closer to the life you actually want to live. I love this show. And truth be told, GL is George Grombacher. He was a guest on Soul Guide Radio and an amazing guest at that. So thank you so much for that feedback. I'm super grateful for you. And if you're feeling so called to let me know how this podcast has Benefited your life in any way, shape, or form, there's a link in the show notes for you to leave us a review and I will read your beautiful words on the air. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.